Shut up. I'm listening to Zdenek's English Podcast. You're listening to Zdenek's English Podcast. By far the greatest English podcast on earth for English learners since sliced bread. My name is Zdenek and I'm your host. Hello everyone, welcome back to Zdenek's English Podcast. It's been a while since I recorded an episode and it's been a while since I talked to Jack. Hi, Jack. Welcome back to the podcast. Hey, thanks for having me here again. Yeah, it's a pleasure. So how long has it been since we talked last time? A couple of years, probably one or two years, I think. Probably two years ago. Yeah. 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 It's been a while. A lot, a lot has changed in our lives. I'm in Vietnam now. How about you? Um, I'm in Winchester. Uh, we moved here about three years ago. Um, beautiful. It's not real. So it's a, uh, it's a, it's a countryside, basically. Yeah. <clears throat> it's very sort of... Um, it's not as multicultural as I would like. Mm -hmm. But it's it's very calm, very relaxed, very sort of... The population is just about right. And it's a, it's a good antidote yeah. to London, really. Um, I was in London for about 17 years, so I'm... You know, people say you can't tire of London. You can, and I did. So it's nice to be out of it, really. Just to remind our listeners, basically, we met uh, at uh, Speak Up London, which was the language school we both worked for right before, right before the COVID became a yeah. thing. And then I decided to leave uh, the UK, and um, I think you still work for the language school, don't you? Uh, I do bits and bobs. I'm doing some online stuff. Um, right. Next week, remote, yeah. remote mm -hmm. teaching, basically. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. And uh, so, to remind you guys, um, Jack has featured before, as I said, and he was in episode three hundred and fifty-four called "Lucid Jack." You talk. You are a musician. You are an English teacher. You are a musician and a board games enthusiast. And I think. All these three things kind of come together, and uh, we definitely yeah. men mention it. But uh, so last time, so you talk last time, just to remind our listeners, you there was a song called "Drive," and it was very, mm. very memorable. We even played it on the podcast. So you did, make, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I think I even like played it two more times after that, or something <laughs> like that. But I, I know people were getting back to me; they really liked the tune. It was very. Yeah, your audience are really nice, by the way. They, they were really sweet about that. Um, yeah, so nice. we, we were in a band called Lucid Jake, and it's our yeah. sort of uh, 80s uh, sound that we wanted to do for a few years, and then finally we just said, right, let's just do it. So, um, yeah, I'm pleased with how that turned out, actually. I'm, I'm usually not happy with anything that I make, but that those four songs were – Yeah. It, it doesn't sound like a lot, but it, it actually, I mean, it was it – was, they were they were put together with a scalpel really the amount of work that went into those and i'm I'm very happy with how they came out actually i don't when people put them on i don't kind of curl up into a ball which is quite common when when you hear your own music so yeah yeah it's the same with podcasts to be honest <laughs> when you hear your own voice <laughs> yeah. stuff like yeah. that horrible yeah but i have to say it's a very catchy tune and i personally like it a lot i think other others liked it too and uh, so you can oh, still gosh. find it um obviously guys um Jake has got a YouTube channel. I think it's called Lucid Jake, right? 
Lucid Jake, uh, yeah. Lucid Jake, so you can find it there. It's, the, the, it's my favorite song called Drive, but I know there, there, there will be more as well. Yeah, there's a couple more, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But we haven't, we, we haven't been doing as much of that. Actually, my time has been taken up with what we're going to talk about today. Exactly, but, so, yeah. yeah. Spoiler alert, there's more to Jack. And it's, it's, I think it's the first time you, you mentioned it to me was maybe, I don't know, a few months ago. And I was mm. actually quite surprised. I wasn't surprised and I was surprised, you know? I, I was surprised that, that it, your life took such a different sort of, not life, like the music music life took such a different direction. That That's mm -hmm. something I'm surprised about. But then mm -hmm. when you told me what it was, it's, spoiler alert, it's something to do with board games. Yeah. And I was like, well, it actually makes sense, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. It does. So um, I... The first board game that I played, not being an, a child, I mean, the one that I played when I was an adult was Zombies, uh, which I still love. You and, told me about um, it. I remember you telling me about this, yeah. Yeah, and the first thing I did, my mate set it up on the floor. We had it on the floor because it was, you know, it spreads, the board spreads out as you play. And um, I said, wait, wait, I'll, I'll put on some music. And it, without thinking, you know, I'm, I love music and I love soundtracks, film soundtracks and TV soundtracks. Yeah. So the first thing I, I put on the soundtrack was um, it was Night of the Living Dead, which is which is a great great soundtrack um, for George Romero's movie 1967. It's a zombie, zombie apocalypse kind mm -hmm. of movie. Yeah. It's amazing, yeah. So we put that on, and 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 since then I've never not done it. I've always had music uh, playing when I play really? board games and when I have so, friends every single time. So, so hang on, hang on. So there, there must be some people who, who are not into that kind of thing, though. So have you always convinced your mates to have the music on? I'm a, uh, yeah, it's become a bit of a thing, actually. So oh, okay. it's become expected. So we did, <laughs> we last Halloween, I actually did a uh, Cluedo board game night. So I sent everyone their characters and they had to dress up as a character arrive at the mansion, which is my house, which is anything but a mansion. And um, we had the room and we had candles and, and um, everyone had their costumes on. And and, um, and then we, we played Cluedo and we had the music from Clue, the music, uh, the film Clue, which hmm. which is a, a comedy of Cluedo. And the music right. works very well. It's kind of a bit plinky plonky and um, it's a bit of intrigue in there and stuff. So yeah. yeah, I'm sort of, I've become a bit famous for it or infamous, depending on <laughs> who you're talking to. Well, I, I, I'm, because as you know very well, I'm pretty much into board games like you are. And I, even here in To Vietnam, a more disturbing I, level, yeah. <laughs> or, or maybe not, actually. I think now I, think, I may I, have overtaken you. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think we are just a little bit different as well, in a way, right? We just slight, might play slightly different games and... Um, mm. So I, I have got my game group here as well in Danang. Oh. It didn't, didn't take very long to make one. Hi, I am Sarkhan. I like the Achievers Chamber because it helps you practice whenever you want. For more information about the Achievers Chamber, go to teachersdenek.com. So I, I have got my game group here as well in Danang. Oh, cool. It didn't didn't take very long to make one, and uh, yeah. So I, I so can't you met, imagine you got local yeah. people involved. Uh, I do. That's great. I do, but um, not only local people. It it kind of started with a few expats 
yeah but oh, um, okay yeah. yeah there are a lot of expats in the area that i'm in basically so mm-hmm. and then i you're right i also have a few local people involved so it's like a bigger group it's that's yeah, fantastic it's, you like social deduction games don't you and sort of interactive uh, I, I do i do but it's it's it also comes down to the fact that you know that often when i'm trying to get people into the the hobby they seem to like the social deduction the most i don't know why what it is about them i guess they are easy to get into there's less mechanics involved and it's more about yeah. using the, the the brain and and the social stuff and yeah i i think that is the worst thing about doing board games is, is teaching a rule so i i've actually kind of got a i've sort of got a technique of drip feeding mechanics to people because the best games have generally more mechanics in my opinion because there's more stuff to do so you know you have to kind of learn how to maybe keep certain abilities or things away from the player for the first yeah. two or three rounds and then you go all right now we're going to open it up and now you can do this way this and that exactly there's time for yeah. it because if you if you overwhelm people you, you will intimidate mm. them they, they won't enjoy themselves no. Uh, no. they it's so important that first impression that matters oh, so much you could, you could even um, like ruin someone's like if, if imagine <laughs> uh, almost uh, not not life but yeah. uh, sort of their, their attitude you could uh, affect yeah. their attitude right by by that one bad game and they might not like board games or or, or mm-hmm. if even if you there's someone who just is not you know in board games you have all sorts of people yeah people who, who should should never play board games and it, <laughs> it, it really matters doesn't it like who you play with it's the most important thing it's more important it, than the game itself in my opinion i think you're probably right i mean you i think that first play is massively important because if they don't get that rush it's a bit like a first date if it's a disaster it's, it it really puts pressure on the next one it is a reluctance after it really You're so right. i think what i tend to do it's a bit sneaky but i i try to educate people in in certain disciplines before we do the big one the big game that uses all of it so for example you might want um you might want to play i don't know ultimate werewolf or something for social deduction and and then you might want to play love letters for hand management and then you might want to play you know if it's so differently of fighting mechanics you might want to play something else and 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 eventually you build their skill level up so that you have references to say oh well you know when we played that it's exactly like that with just this little difference and then they're like oh okay but i think you have to put in the groundwork and yeah, to get the confidence up because you're right. Otherwise, it's it's just horrible and it's not fun for the person running the game either because they're just putting out fires oh my, really rather. Oh than... my god! Yeah, you have no idea. I've been through a lot here, by the way. I've, I've met some, <laughs> some amazing people. I've met some arseholes as well, or or some people yeah. that just maybe are not arseholes, but they just they just don't work as players players of board games. Or yeah, I am not I am not compatible with them because. The thing is, like, I respect games a lot, and I want people to follow the rules, to take it serious, and they, you know, what what they think about me is probably that I take it too seriously and that I'm not fun. Yeah, that's the thing because they don't understand. Like, their definition of fun is different from mine, probably. Yeah? So I have fun from playing the game, from the mechanics, from the yeah. interaction inside the game, whereas they might sort of. I think I get exactly what you mean. I mean, I because I love thematic 
stuff with sort of not stories but stories you make yourself and i get very into characters and stuff like which yeah. came came massively important with the soundtrack but i i don't like it when people just say oh whatever and they just um they'll just do something stupid just to make it funny mm. um i think that can yeah. be annoying and i hate with a passion people who bend cards and damage well, the, don't 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 get me started on that uh, I, I go mad it's, when that it's happens. knee to the face offensive it's so horrible i said it's it's like me coming around to your home with like muddy shoes and then just walking all over your carpet yeah. and then just setting fire to it anyway because you can't even fix those mistakes once it once it you know once it's bent or damaged or you know so a guy yeah. a friend of mine came around to play nemesis and he knows how serious i am about this sort of thing <laughs> he's a great guy i love him but he came around he's from brazil they yeah. picked up one of the miniatures and he and he said, "What's this?" He just dropped down the floor and it broke. Ooh. And he looked at, he looked at me like, because you know, I, I guess I'm I can be a little intimidating sometimes. And he was just like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry." And I was like, D "Don't worry about it." Like, I, you know, he's such a nice guy. I was like, "Maybe don't yeah. worry." We then played the best game of Nemesis I've ever played. Probably probably the best gaming night of my life. Actually, it was just amazing. And then a couple of months later, he came into the pub and he gave me this little box. And then inside were two of the mini, but he'd actually like contacted Awaken Realms, the company, and got them to send him some replicas to, to give to me. So uh, it was worth nice. it because it was a great, yeah, yeah. great, greatest game night in my life. So Yeah. Oh, my, I guess my point is it's never easy and you, you really have to play with the right people and... That might take a while for you to 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 build that group as well. You know, I was trying to to do something at Speak Up London as well with the board games club. It wasn't that easy because of the nature of the language school. People come and go. There is a lot of fluctuation. You know, it's it's pretty transient. Yeah, it's yeah. very 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 different, right? So mm. anyway, um, Jack, today you have come mm. here to talk about uh, so your new sort of project. And yeah. uh, I think it's really interesting. So where do we start? Where do we start? It's a board game soundtrack. Uh, board game soundtrack. Is, yeah. Mm -hmm. So you've already so, sort of given us some foreshadowing. Yeah. So mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, makes yeah. sense. Makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's basically like people say, oh, well, what is it? You know, and it's it's basically like any soundtrack, a film or a video game or a TV show. Yeah. Uh, it it is. And um, it is the incidental underscoring of the the world and the the game that you're playing. Um, so so, so wait so so, what's the name of the board game? If if that's not the uh, board game is actually I got my copy a couple of days ago. It came. It was a Kickstarter. It was a Kickstarter. Uh, okay. It was a Kickstarter. Yeah. So, but it is coming. It is going to retail. Um, oh, great. But it is great. called. It, it's unbelievable. It's I, I'm biased. Obviously, I'm biased, but uh, so it's called <laughs> Damnation: The Gothic Game. I don't know Damnation: The there. Gothic Game. So that looks like a very that, that looks like a very strong theme. That's my first impression. Very dark, <sighs> dark theme. Bleeds theme. <laughs> bleeds theme. So, yeah, it is. Um, it's like demon. So, what, what what's the theme? Gothic. Um, so basically, the, the it was a remake. It's a re it's a reinterpretation of a game called The oh. Gothic Game, which was made yeah. by a couple of guys who wanted to do a death match in a board game where you just kill each other and then whatever yeah. the last person wins. Yeah. Um, so the way they did it was they set up this this board and they had different rooms. You go into different rooms and you pick up 
items in the form of cards and those cards will give you weapons or curses or whatever and it's quite funny you get like a sword or like a noose or you know poison or something like that or maybe you pick up something bad a curse or an event you know like oh a werewolf jumps out and rips your hand off or whatever so you go around the castle and you pick up cards there's a loot mechanic there yeah uh you build your hand and then you start hunting each other. You build your hand. So is that is is it is it um, deck builder a little bit or not? Uh, it's a board with a map of the castle, um, and you have your little um, mini. But you say or, uh, you say you build your hand. So is it a deck builder? You know the mechanic. It has deck. Build? It has deck building mechanics in it. Because it's my one of my favorite mechanics. I even discovered one game called Clank, which I didn't know before. I've heard of it. Yeah, it's very very good actually. So I recommend that. I, yeah, I know what you mean. I, I've never really been into, for me, I, cards, I need to see the action. However, yeah. there's one card game called Vampire Empire, which is brilliant. It is a, it's, it's a hidden traitor game for just two people, and it is brilliant. It is so good. I'll, I'll tell you about it maybe another time, but it is brilliant, and that is all card-based. But basically, you go around, you collect your your things, you build up. So your your, your, your game now, the game that you yeah making. yeah sorry in uh, So, so yeah. can you can you please tell us? So why don't we um, leave a comment? Can you write a comment and I will I will um, show it on on screen. Comment. How do I do uh, this? Uh, uh, top right corner. Yeah, I got on on yeah. comments. And then you just write a comment, and I can I can put it up. Uh, it doesn't. Doesn't let you. Let Maybe me you... Do it. No. okay. Well, can you send it to me uh, in private chat then? There's a private chat as well. Sure. This must be. This must be very exciting for you, listeners. I know it's a bit of. <laughs> um, technical, you technical mean the stuff. name of the game that you want? No, no. The the what we are doing now. <laughs> uh, we we just want to show. Yeah, I mean the name of the game. We just want to show yeah, the yeah. name of the game. Yeah. Uh, to the YouTube people, because this podcast is also on YouTube. So if you are a listener, why not subscribe to uh, Teachers Denik YouTube channel? And you might even see me and Jack, especially Jack. Um, I want to do that. <laughs> uh, you might see him on screen. So this is the name of the game, Damnation, the Gothic Game. Sounds, mm. sounds. I mean, the, the title itself sort yeah. of tells you what it is going to be about. So, uh, yeah. so you, men- you mentioned that this is a deathmatch kind of game. Does that mm-hmm. mean that? Th- so it, it it's not co-op. It's it's everyone is uh, everyone against, against everybody. Yeah, everyone is against everybody. And uh, one more question: So is it is there elimination in the game then? Like when someone dies, are they out of yeah. the game or not? In the original, there was, and um, Chris Rees, who is the designer of the the new one, this Damnation, the Gothic game. He was like, well, we can't have that because it just mm-hmm. is depressing yeah. for you know if you die. But you That's... need the tension. So you need to die, but you need to still be in the game. And so what they yeah. came up with is called, this is brilliant, it's called The Haunt. And it's where you become a ghost. And you take tarot cards, and there, there are nine, and three of them have the number six on them. And if you get 666 as you lay them out, then you can come back. But if you don't get 666, uh, you get other kind of cards that have words on them like death or revenge okay. or something. Hang and on. it means that you can influence the people in the game. And is this then RNG? Is this luck-based? Is this 
luck based. No, the, the, no. so it's less, push less your luck. Push your luck push, on push that. Your luck. I love it. I love it. That sounds. But that there sounds is like strategy. A lot of fun. There is strategy because then you can choose. Do I want to risk taking another one? Do I want yeah. to keep my hand and push influence your luck, yeah. uh, who's on the board because you haunt the castle? Because they are playing against you ultimately. So you see, you're a ghost, yeah. but you're still that player, and you might and become, you might come come back to life and yeah. then win the game because you can't win as the ghost. I assume. Yeah. 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 That's that exactly sounds like right, this yeah. game sounds like a lot of fun. I already want to play it, Jack. Brilliant. Now that Brilliant. I know that you also made a soundtrack to it, but mm. we ha I have to wait for the retail. And also, you know, it's super expensive to have it sent here in Vietnam. It's extremely the the shipping itself is usually the same price as the similar price as the game itself. So that's why, it's like, miserable. it's it's really really depressing. <laughs> it's maybe as depressing as the as the uh, theme of the game. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so it's no, it's it's a fascinating game, and there's this fight mechanics, and there's tra traps on the board, and and it, there's a lot of, even the movement itself is tactical. Each character has their own abilities, and you can, yeah. it's it's beautifully illustrated. That so it's like a really me in this. heavier game, let's say heavier. It's it takes more than two hours to play, or uh, an hour and a half, but it, it it's the learning curve that is the difficulty. That that. It, it's satisfying when you learn it, but it is a lot to take in at first. Um, yeah. But it's great, you know. How many people can play it then? Two to eight. Eight? Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't play it with eight. I wouldn't. I think. But it's I love games that go up to a lot of people because I like like large game groups. So, it, well, maybe it will work. It, it, I think so long as because the thing is, there is a lot of thinking. Uh, yeah. Because it's all mitigation. It's all, uh, can I change my dice roll? Does my character have the ability to re-roll? Do my cards influence the dice? Do, do What about my attack? Do they have a defense for yeah. it? All this kind of thing. And so downtime may actually be a, a plus in this game because of the cerebral sort of angle. Ah, but, 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 but actually, like if it's eight players, that everybody has their turn. That's the yeah. issue. Like, because, I, you know, I've, I tried to make a game and that was partially the problem of my game, actually. Downtown. You know, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But not the only one. But yeah, it was one of the issues. If you were all amazing at it and you knew everything about it, I would play with eight. But it's funny. It's eight not, people who will know. To be honest, I know people. I'm not going to name anyone, but in my new game group, doesn't matter how good they are at the game. They just take long turns because that's the kind of person they are. We love Not them. acceptable. We love Need them. But imagine everyone was like that. <laughs> yeah, it would be a, it would be a horrible place to live, wouldn't it? Yeah, but it, you know, it's it's normal. Like no, we can't be all the same. Yeah, so it's, no. it's fine. It's nice. it's fine. So okay, so that sounds like a really fun game. But I'm now cu more curious about the music. Then, so first mm. of all, tell me, who are these people? Who are the developers? So the game has is finished. It has already on. It's already in Kickstarter. So people have, are now receiving their copies. Kickstarter is like a place, uh, ladies and gentlemen, where uh, basically uh, the public can finance your ga your game if you, you, you're collecting people's money because they are supporting your game, and then they get the game because it's it's much harder these days to like have your game published. You need to find a publisher, and they usually turn your game down, and they have their own people. You know, if if you, I know this, I know all this. But anyway, so these guys, who are they? Are they your friends or, or how did? No. How... Yes, they okay. are now, but they weren't uh, before. So, 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 so they contacted you. 
to, no, to make well, well how did it happen then how did it so, come about okay so well, basically i was sort of in the board game wormhole and just kind of looking around and these yeah. things pop up sometime and yeah, i yeah, saw yeah, this yeah. image of this gothic game and the artwork as you could see from the box it's just this kind of um yeah. comic booky theatrical gothic artwork and i immediately i was like what is this and i realized that it had failed to be funded um in 2019 something had happened and it had gone to kickstarter and nobody or they hadn't backed it people had backed it but they didn't yeah. get the funding it needed yeah so and i was really annoyed about this i was just like well this is annoying you know so i could really do with this game and then i found that they were doing it again in 2021 and i found black letter games that's the company and it's run by a guy called chris rees who is from wales uh one of the most genuine people i've ever met i i mean that he's just a lovely guy and he really cares about what he's doing and yeah. um not about money with him it's just about i have a dream and i want to make it happen you know he didn't yeah. he didn't give up that was the thing that i really kind of magnetized me to it was that he got back up and did it again you know and yeah. um put it back on kickstarter so i found him on instagram and I messaged him and I said, look, I really believe in this game. I'll just, look, I, for what it's worth, I'll just tell everyone I know that I think will be interested and I'll, I'll yeah. put a few ads on Facebook and Instagram. So I, I did, it wasn't, I probably didn't do anything, but it was just, you know, I think he yeah. appreciated the support. Um, it got funded, I think, God, it was like 20 minutes or something. It was got funded so quickly. And um, and then he was he was putting some ideas on a kit. One of the things about Kickstarter is they ask the backers, you know, what kind of things they want extra in the game and, and this sort of thing. And, and I that I, is what I, they call it the the reach goals, right? So when, stretch, when you reach stretch goals, stretch goals, sorry, stretch goals. So yeah. you you reach a certain number of of uh, backers, the people that yeah. are ba backing the project, and and the more people um, uh, pledge the money, uh, uh, the more stretch goals you unlock and. Yeah, uh, the stretch goals; those are like extra features that you're adding to the game. So it could be more cards, or I don't know, a better quality of some components. And it, it's yeah. I, I think that's that's a lot of fun for the developers. I, whenever I was making my game, I always dreamt of yeah. coming up with coming I, up with it's great. Space. And yeah. this 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 group of backers, I've done quite a few kickstarters in my time, you know, and the backers are from all over the world, as you know. Yeah. This group, for some reason, it's like the nicest people all in one group. It's like the, the amount of support and patience because there've been hiccups and you know, yeah. with, there's been production issues in China and things like that. They have been so nice and supportive, so that was great. But um, one of them, as we were sharing ideas, and I would say, "Oh, let's do this and let's do that," I got really, really into it. And then someone just said, "It was, it was so blunt. It was just this game needs a soundtrack." <laughs> and uh, and it just sort of hit me like a, a hammer. And I had that initial feeling in my stomach of like, you know, can I, do I want to do this? Do I want to commit to this? Because I, I know I yeah. can do it. If I really put my mind to it, I know I can do it. And my friends for years have been saying, you should go into soundtrack work because you just, you know, you, you live and breathe it. So I got in contact and I said, Chris, what do you think? The, <laughs> he was like, that, that, well, that was already when they knew who you were and you were already yeah, friends. Yeah, so we, we'd already just built up uh, just nothing particularly yeah 
long or deep. It was just, you know, I'll just give you a hand and whatever. And I said, congratulations. When he got funded, I said, look, I'm, you must be really pleased. And I'm just so happy for you. And da, da, da. But anyway, I got in touch with him. I said, uh, what do you think? I, this is what I do. This is, um, so I went to, to my friend Guy, the producer, and I said, look, let's put together a, a mock-up of what we it would sound like. So we had a kind of little bit of uh, plinky plonky sort of eerie music with rain. And then we had this big bombastic chorus um, sung in Romanian. So it was a thing that I wrote. It was like something like come darkness, come uh, go light. Uh, there's no escape. Your soul is ours now. There's no escape. It was something like that. And I got my friend who knows a Romanian guy to translate it and yeah. send it back. And then we sang it. I, my accent's probably terrible. So we made this kind of mock-up thing. Of, this is what we can do. And we, we did it in a couple of nights. I gave it to Chris and he was like, all right, you've got it. You've got the contract. So, wow. um, and that was a couple of years ago. So it's been a long and heavy, I, it's all I've been thinking, you know, just literally it's been summer. It's been, I've had all these things, but in my head, I've been in this castle for two, two years. Because, because it's, it's, this is like a dream kind of job, right? It's, it's something you do because you love making music. Yeah. You love board, you love board games. So I, I completely understand you, man. Like yeah. this is this is the kind of thing that I I wish I could do with the with the Kingdoms of DC. There's a game I developed I for five you telling years. Me about it, yeah. I just yeah. It, you know I had a lot of people playing it as well, but that then I was playing it on tabletop simulator. My problem is just I always like overdid it. I always too many mechanics, too many ideas. Like instead of making Very the base easy. game making the base game perfect, I started making expansions for the game, and I just. I just did everything wrong, and 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 also then there was a time when, you know, back in the day, Tabletop Simulator had a global chat. That was a place where you could find or recruit new people that would play, and we always needed new people. We had players that would play it for years, but you always needed some fresh blood or like fresh breath of fresh air. Some new people that would sort of give you a different perspective, that would critique your game in a different way, because everyone who is who has been playing the game for a long time they, they everyone is blind everyone is blind is unable to to be by, um like uh, unbiased mm. so then they unfortunately the global chat which was like a place where you could just text anyone who was available to play any kind of board game and you would just say hey i've got this game do you want to try do you want to play test my game it used to be easy but then they removed it because they had had some issues with I don't want to go into too much into it, but there's some like abuse, politically incorrect stuff happening, some kind of abuse, online abuse towards LGBT community, and as a result of that, they removed they removed the the chat because they didn't want to have to deal with it. Yeah, but nobody cared about people no. like me. That I got complete like I got discouraged so much because I couldn't find the new people for the game. Basically, I didn't know where to look for them, and it was just a nightmare. Since then, so I, we we kept playing for about another year or two, but it was never the it was never the same because always the same people. We got a little bit tired, and then I was like, "What's what am I doing this for?" But I wish I could go back to the game because it's just it, it. I spent five years of my life on it, and it's I think it's a good game. It's just I maybe didn't meet the right people who could even like push me, or maybe sometimes I'm unable to take criticism. It's my one of my little things as well because mm -hmm. like you, you have to do that because you, you you believe in yourself in your project so much and you're blind almost because you you just don't accept any criticism anymore 
Uh, I get it. I, I do. I think I knew possibly your problem was the same as my problem, which is that I needed someone to help me. I mean, it was, it's, yeah. it's a mammoth undertaking and you need, you know, so it's something I've, I've really made an effort to do this time. I've, I've always been very, very private about my songwriting process or my musical process. Not, not because I guard it jealously. I just don't really enjoy talking about it. And I, I don't like telling anyone about it till it's finished. Yeah. Um, but this time, I actually, I sort of use two people or three people and I play them as the piece of music and say, what do you think? What's wrong with it? Yeah. Um, one of them, my wife just said, it sounds like James Bond. And I, that, I was like, oh God, she's right. You know, I could have flown with that. I could have gone, this is the track. And then it would have just been a disaster. So I had to rewrite the whole thing. And yeah. it was, she was right, you know, and sometimes I've, I've given tracks to Chris, the, the designer, and he's like, yeah, it's just not working for me. And I, of course he was right. You know, I got to him, but, you know, it's so easy to get so involved in it and, and to, to get so passionate about it. Do you Absolutely. lose a kind of sense of distance and perspective? Completely. Yeah. So and sometimes sometimes what would help me, sorry to interrupt you, but sometimes no, what no. would help me is even like to take a break from the game because we played every single game, uh, every single day. Can you imagine? The game takes about two hours and there was a game constantly for three years Every single day there was a game. I, I was tired of the game, so I was usually just I was usually just watching the people play on tabletop simulator. Right. But I was still involved. I was still like sort of, you know, it's not that people were telling me a lot of things. So I was obviously making some adjustments as well. Like it's not that I don't like listen to people. No, I'm not. Yeah. Like that. But but you know, like it's about listening to the right kind of people. Like some maybe people who know more than you. Uh, that's the or thing. people who don't. So my wife is not a musician. She's musical, but she's not a musician. And so she she's a great test subject because uh, she doesn't know what it, you know, she's no prejudice, no preconceptions. Yeah. And she just says, then, oh, well, this is not, this is good. But she's your wife as well. So that's also a bit. No, different. she's brutally blunt. But it's, a, you, but it's also different, right? It's kind of different as well. Like it's Which is why same. I had a friend as well yeah. who is brutal. And he said, too long or too short. And I was like, thank you. That's exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. what I need. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So constant feedback was important. Um, yeah. So, so, okay. So I guess, I guess um, we need to, we need to now uh, play the, the sample because you sent me two MP3s. I did. Uh, so uh, thank you for that. And uh, we can play it here. Um, I don't know if we're going to play the whole thing. Um, which one is it? Well, we can play both for sure. So we have got, I've got rage and retribution. Yeah, do that one. That's that's more catchy. So if I can, so I you can play probably about half of it or something. Just there's a crescendo when it kicks in, so you'll you'll know it when you hear it. So but let's play it first. Oh yeah, go and then let's play it first, and then we can talk. When we can, you can tell us more about it. I can tell mm. you my my sort of impression of a of um, a meta. Someone who doesn't understand this stuff, but like how how it, I can tell you how it makes me feel. Sure. All right, let's uh, let's go.
So that's it. <laughs> wow. Well, what can I say? It's amazing, man. I'm really, imp I'm really impressed. Oh, it, it's not finished yet, but I think we can mm. stop here. Uh, we could also play it as, as background music. How would that sound? Let's see. Uh, you probably wouldn't be able to talk over it because it's quite. I would have like, to make it. I can make it. I can make it quiet, but I, I don't know. I don't know if that's what we want to do. I guess we can yeah. do it a little bit. No, no. I, okay. There is another one we can play later that is okay, more okay, quiet. Okay. So that's it. So yeah. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm imagining some sort of epic battle. Basically, that's how it makes me feel like some sort of epic yeah. battle of like yeah. huge armies, uh, some fantasy right. setting, and yeah. So the one of the rules was with with the game that um, it was supposed to it was going to be very claustrophobic. So that that was one of the things. This track is not. There, there are I think two or three that broke the rule. Because I think it needed something heroic. So, so in the in the game, you are playing villains. Yeah, you're playing bad people. You're playing like um, there's there's a kind of Jack the Ripper type. There's a sort of uh, you know a, a, a mad Arab type. There's a um, there's all these different types of very very bad people, um, and they're, they're murderers and all that sort of thing. But I I, I, yeah. I remember when I spoke to Chris. The first thing I said was that it, there needs to be something heroic there because there's there's still people and and it sounds like you need it, something man. to root for, you know. Yeah. So, but but it has to be a bit twisted. So yeah, yeah I can is, I can yeah I can yeah. I can feel it there. I can feel like there's this epic there's epic music. Like, again, I'm not an expert, but like I wrote I wrote a few notes. So uh, it's like epic music. Uh, to me, it's it it sounds like there is a battle that is about to commence as as yeah. you know as you as you're building up uh, building it mm -hmm. up and then it's sort of like maybe you're motivating the soldiers like uh, giving them the courage or just just somebody watching it as the fly on the wall or something and it's a little bit sad as well at times it gives me this feeling of like sadness I don't know why this is it so I said to him what I wanted was. Um... There had to be an operatic sense of tragedy throughout the yeah. whole thing. So, so you you have this. So this is not new. I mean, if you look at the Godfather or you know something like that, they, they're horrible people doing horrible things. But there is this really beautiful uh, melancholia around yeah. it. And I a Gothic is that. It's it's always this idea of okay, they're bad, but why are they bad? And what could they have been? And and the idea was to take uh, something that was heroic, but just. It, it, put a, a sinister twist on it, something yeah. evil. So with this one, we had these horns that were bam, so they slide up and down. It's like a twisted, it's, it's anger, it's bitter. Yeah, well, um, the name the name itself is, it's, uh, uh, what is it called? It fits rage and retribution. Uh, yeah, rage and, so rage is obviously like a lot of anger, like yeah, massive yeah, anger. Yeah. Retribution is, it's like, it's kind of deserved punishment, like, Mm -hmm. like revenge. It's like a little revenge. bit like revenge, revenge as well, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so you get killed, but you hurt each other throughout the game, and you you force man. players to do certain things. And so, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. So, how does it work? So, do you have an app that plays this music, or or you just play it on YouTube or something? Uh, no. So what happens is that people will be because it is a first time publishing company. They, you know, we we talked about how we could recoup any cost because it's you know yeah. we i i have spent or, or not worked in order to have time to do it so we've lost you know i've lost money and so is guy and there's all kinds of cost um yeah. 
they couldn't pay us. So we said, right, well, let's just do it on the back end. So you, the soundtrack will exist anyway, yeah. because I, I wanted to do it. And um, we will ask backers or whoever wants to buy it on digital format. Okay. So what we did was, and what, what you have is you have the whole album. The game takes roughly an hour and a half to play. So we said, right, we'll do an hour and a half of music. Most soundtracks are probably less than that, actually. But ones when you buy them, they're, they're usually about 45 minutes. This is an hour and a half, uh, 21 tracks. Um, and you, it begins, it has a an opening theme, like a kind of opening credits. Build up. Yeah. Yeah. You don't listen to it when you're playing. It's do, just as you, you unbox. Ah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And you tell people they, about the game. It is it like when you when you are sort of do you like choose your character or choose some attributes yeah, or spells? You or choose your that, characters, yeah. It's preset. So, so do you have some music for that? Like something sort of Yeah. So we've got milder. that's called the arrival. So you have the opening thing, which is called Carpathian Pass, which is um the mountains and a carriage chase, which is a similar thing to Rage and Retribution. I repurposed mm. it. Uh, arriving at the castle and the drawbridge comes up. There's all these sound effects and stuff. So the one that you heard there, we there are two versions of the soundtrack. There's one with sound effects and one without because we wanted one that you could play the game with and immerse yourself in the castle and one that you just listen to because I think it's worth uh, listening to when you're not playing the game. Um, so, yeah. Does the game tell you when you should play no. which track? Or you just listen to it as you play the game and it no. doesn't we thought about this you can yeah. if you want so we made sure the tracks weren't crazy long we actually split a lot of tracks up so that you could flip between them if you know the soundtrack well enough because this is what i do when i'm playing i'm like wait hang on i got the best perfect piece of music for this i go and do this and then we have this big epic yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. so there is the option to do that, but what we did, we ended up doing was we bookended it with uh, an opening theme and a closing theme, and, and uh, the closing theme is not what you would expect. And then it starts with the, it is a bit railroaded because the game begins, you choose your characters and your rooms where you begin. Mm -hmm. So we have music for that, the sound of a hall and uh, the sound of closing doors and things like yeah. this. And then you choose your character and it sounds of like knives being sharpened and like, and uh Someone throws a knife into a wall, this sort of thing. Um, and, the, and then as the game starts, you get this creepy door and then you're in the castle. So we used a ton of sounds from the old pine to vaults. To be honest, it's kind of a little bit like there's this second track that you sent me and it's a little bit like that. Uh, it's called Ambience 2. And so this is I, called Strangers to the Carto, yeah. So this is there's two, yeah. but there's so this was a longer track that we actually cut in half. I've sent you the longer one, but just play the first three minutes or something, and this I, pretty I, much I, gives you a feel. I can also play like as a as background music, and we we can talk a little bit over it. Mm. Sort of wind, yeah. A steps, somebody's yeah. walking towards you. So, so the idea is that. As you're playing and you move your piece, it might have this sound playing when you do it. It's this idea of serendipity, of this accidental, you know, let's say you go into a room and then the door sound opens. You're like, oh my God, that matched. And it happens Hello. more than you think. And it's great it's when it does. Squeaky, squeaky door sound, yeah. yeah. And so, like, ambient, is... ambient, ambient yeah. music, basically. Yeah. So, some kind of like surrounding, surrounding sounds and. It, it's supposed to invoke this atmos atmospheric 
mood, let's say. So we had 50 minutes of this. So they're all very different, but the idea of not overly intrusive. Uh, it's going to turn it down a little bit. I have to yeah, turn yeah, it yeah. down. <laughs> so we wanted to keep it kind of not invasive. I mean, there are there are rises and falls in it, but this one particularly is quite sedate. But the idea pretty of cool, having ambient cool. tracks, and then it interspersed with the big ones like the one we heard before, which the, is very the one. bombastic. Yeah. So that, these so are that, harder it, to write. So does the game tell you in like there's some kind of sort of story I can imagine? So does the game give you some references to those tracks, or or it's up to people to the tracks are inspired by what's in the castle, the kind of cars you have. Um, lots of steps, drips, um, thunder, lightning, uh, doors being open and shut. There's voices that we did ourselves. There's lots of laughter. Um, it just everything Scream, you would screams, expect to hear in a castle. Screams as well, like some like screams of people being hurt, yeah, there's, there's scared, or something like that. Everything you can imagine has yeah. been put into it. Uh, it's a bit like horror, 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 like horror, horror habits, mood. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Is it isn't so, it too scary for some people? <laughs> some of it is. Some of the sounds we put in there are a little bit off-putting. Do you, do you have something to make up for? Do you have something like to cheer you up, like uh, when you go to a tavern or something to to regain in your the strength? Game. Yeah, in the game, do you have something like more no. sort of? No, we, it's all, it's all dark. The only track that was a bit more sort of happy, happy was Upbeat, yeah. a piano waltz that's sort of meant to be played by because it's Dracula's castle, so he's there. And I played it to my wife, and she was like, "It doesn't fit. It's too happy." So I thought about this, and I'd had I'd recorded loads of torture sounds, so we just put that over the top. So it's this contrast of happy music with awful. It's a pretty violent game. I mean, it's just it's this, is, this is quite funny because I, I don't know what sort of impression if people are listening to you for the first time. First of all, this is different from the music we played last time, which was like happy music. Second of all, you are an English teacher, so you, you, yeah. you, I don't know you like this in a way, to be honest. But I think it's pretty cool. I, I love games, as you know, and the game itself sounds like fun. And I think this yeah. this is professional. Profe I'm not an expert, yeah. Don't get me wrong, but it sounds like something I could. I could imagine in a movie as well, easily. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Thanks. Yeah, it's been a, it's taken a lot of work. The the one that we're listening to now that we've got in the background is they're, they're harder to write actually because really? there's no hook. Yeah. So so when you do the big one, it's, it's, it's easy. It's like writing a song. It's just there's a big hook and there's a chorus oh. and it builds and all this kind of thing. But these ones are like you need to let it breathe. So you need to know when to shut up. You need to know. So we did it. Yeah. The discipline was th only three things happening at once. So you'll hear here there's like strings. There might be a little cymbal or something, and then some piano, but very sparse. Um, so it doesn't because I didn't want it to be exhausting for the players to have like audio exhaustion. Um, that doesn't help. So, but it's, it's not. I'll tell you this: it's not the kind of thing I would listen to before going to bed. But at the same time, I probably usually do it. So because I, when I play games like Baldur's Gate two or Baldur's Gate yeah, three yeah. now, oh, it's an amazing game. So I mean, I, I do exactly that. But I'm sure 
people would tell you like professionals would tell you don't, don't do this but anyway it's, it's not a particularly yeah. happy place yeah, to yeah. be and i had to listen <laughs> you, to you, a you get, ton of horror music for, to gonna, prepare for it I, I can imagine did you have nightmares i had you ever seen the shining i was listening to the shining soundtrack uh, that's the probably the great that's the, the greatest horror soundtrack ever written mm. it was just man that is just yeah. it's tough you can't shake it off so, you yeah. could, uh, I wouldn't be able to fall asleep. Like I wouldn't be able to. Maybe I would fall asleep, but then I would wake up at night. It's just it would haunt <laughs> me. It, it would haunt me at night. Like something would remind me of that. Like during my sleep, you know. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's taken. So so I think the scariest period for horror was the seventies. So yeah. this music is very much um, inspired by that period. I, I don't think eighties horror is particularly scary. I think nineties horror was ironic oh this is the screams you can hear that so, like... shall, shall i turn it up a little bit yeah yeah, yeah whack it up man. <laughs> yeah yeah so it's easy exactly <laughs> So, even in the ambient track, there's. Wait, wait, I'm turn it down. So even yeah. in tracks like that, there's still high points and loud, scary bits because it can't just be you know flat forever. So you know that that took a lot of work and making sure there was enough to keep players interested, but also not to detract from the the game so much yeah. as well. So. No, I can imagine like this would totally improve the game, and I. I have played some games with a soundtrack already. So okay. um, Mysterium, there's a game called Mysterium. Yeah, the soundtrack has, is good. Which has a soundtrack. Then there's a good, called yeah. Escape from the Temple or something like that. Uh, yeah. Basically, it's an, it's an escape game. I can't remember the Curse of the Temple or something like that. And that you need that soundtrack because it it's you have a time limit to escape yeah yeah yeah, yeah and yeah, it's it yeah. only takes 10 minutes and so you, without the soundtrack you can't play the game so there's an app or, or you watch it you listen to it on youtube uh so there are games with with a soundtrack but i think still most of the games don't have a soundtrack so i think this is no. this is this is pretty cool it's a it's a pretty new area to work in it's exciting for that as well and it and yeah. also i think uh, you know mysterium it's a very good soundtrack, but it's it's ten minutes looped, ten times. Is it, or I did. Just... I I can't remember that even. I, it's a very good game, by the way. Very good game. Uh, it's good. We played it once. My wife didn't like it. I thought it was all right, but it's there are always people. There are always it's, some yeah, people yeah. who don't like it. Always. True, I true. think you know. I don't know why people love Dixit so much. It's just this game no, completely. No, this game completely go. killed it for me. It's so much better. There's so <laughs> much more to it, and yet it's similar in a way. You still it have is, those yeah. dreamy images, and there's like it's yeah, especially if you are the ghost. Oh, it's the best experience ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, so we we have when when we were doing the soundtrack, Chris was like, "Oh, so you're gonna loop stuff?" And I was like, "We're not gonna loop anything. I didn't want anything to be repeated. Um, so everything that you hear has been recorded yeah. like just once." Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was really important that it was all individual and yeah. so much work must have gone into it then. So is that is that so now you so so this is your first ever soundtrack of this kind, I, I suppose, yeah. right? Yeah. So that now 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 that like this sounds great. I imagine the other tracks are 
no worse than this these so does it mean like have so you have now developed this new skill uh are you planning to you know expand yes do some, so more, we, do some more i would love to do more uh board games i mean it was it we did i did actually get in contact with a company um but they they were saying oh, money was an issue and, da, 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 and that's fine but it i think it depends we're going to see how this goes because you know we look i will i wouldn't like i don't really want to sell the game i would much rather just have yeah. a flat fee and and whatever but you know that that's just yeah. the way it's turned out so we're, we're hoping that people will buy it um mm -hmm. if anything just to support us um uh, you know so so what's the best way said, to con contact you what where can we contact you then what you can contact us at uh the forge at gmail.com so it's it's t h e f o r d j at gmail.com or just go to um the our website which is theforge.com yeah that would be that would probably be the best yeah. and then you, they'll, little... find, they'll, they'll find your email there as well yeah uh, okay so i'm putting it on screen for the for the youtube people um this is the website the ford J. Forge. So the the yeah. name is it's it's from um, the guy the house he lives in was it's uh, was an old forge where they made metal, you know. Ah, forge. Like so, but yeah. but it's not it's not spelled that way because forge no. is spelled with G, e, G E, yeah. right? So, so we wanted to do it, and we wanted something a little Nordic. So it's like the word fjord, um, but with the right. J moved around. It was something, I don't know, I just felt like I, there was never any question in my mind as to whether it was the right name or not. However, <laughs> uh, I've realized since then, but loads of board game companies are all something forged, steam forged or, you know, river forged or like word forge games or forge forge or whatever, which is quite irritating. I'll, I'll tell you something. I also have a blacksmith in my game. One of the characters, I couldn't, oh, really? it's just such a, such a, I don't know. It's forging is you such need... a nice, nice theme or mechanic or whatnot. Uh, about your game, I would definitely partner up with someone who has a, a vision to deadline and then maybe get it to production. You know, totally possible. Yeah, I mean, but you need a partner. This is this is just whenever you're doing something like this. If you're especially if you're creative, because we're not smart people we're, we're sort of scattered around and we've got good ideas thanks. but bad thanks jack yeah, well I, I you know i'm one but, you know good ideas bad implementation so it's it's you yeah. you got no, to have right, someone yeah. there to keep you disciplined you know so no. yeah because like people read books about this people study board game design at university you know people know what to do like these companies yeah. they just they produce excellent games we might have amazing ideas innovative it's different. That's why a lot of people played the game because it was different. I said they just, yeah. they just, yeah. you, they could, they could feel that I did it just uh, from like from my heart. You know, it was, yeah, yeah. it was like that. And they, it, I wasn't making it for profit. I was making it because I was enjoying myself, and everybody could feel it. That's why they loved it. But yet, mm -hmm. it wouldn't make the masses right. That's the problem. It wouldn't it'd get to the masses. Uh, yeah. You might be surprised, but. Uh... Well, I hope. I mean, I hope it does see some form of. Uh, thank you, thank you. But of... anyway, this is this obviously this episode is about you. So the forge dot com, but not forge spelled G E, but for D J. 
Yeah, so <laughs> F-O-R-D-J, yeah, is the, yeah, the spelling, yeah. the Forge. Yeah. So that's where you can learn about not only the game, but also your soundtrack, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and what the, the ethos behind it, why we did it, and uh, why there's two different versions or three different versions, actually. One with sound effects, one without, and then the deluxe, which is like everything together. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's been a is lot this of work. A, so you said that the, the game is going to come into retail at some point. Yeah. 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 It's it's planned, and the, the the soundtrack people can already buy that, I suppose. No, it's being released at the beginning of October. We've just got to iron out a couple of there's a few mixing issues. Um, it, okay. it's it's such a it's such a beast, like because you, you it's not only this the music but the sound design. So, for example, if you've got like a scream that's too loud, it's just annoying, you know, and and, yeah. and things can't be too quiet, and they've got to be exactly the right pitch. There's tons. Of, it, it is a logistical. Polishing it, yeah. Fine tuning it. And it has to be perfect. So, you know, we you just you, you only do this once. So, after, you know, two years of work, I want it to be just right. Fantastic. And by the way, this is this is still your Instagram, yeah? Lucid Jack. No, no. So, we were actually at the Forge soundtrack team. So it is, yeah, you can contact me there, but the, the, yeah, this, this project, it is the Forge okay. soundtrack team. So this is, is our Jack's, this is Jack's Instagram, um, but this specifically for the soundtrack and the game, yep. there's another yep. one, and that's this one, ladies and gentlemen, the Forge soundtrack team mm-hmm. on Instagram. Okay, lovely. Now this has been this has been wonderful, Jack. Like for a lot of reasons. First of all, I'm really happy to catch up to finally catch up with you again. Always and, good to see um, you too. Um, you're like my soulmate when it comes to board games. You know, <laughs> English. No, really, because English teacher who loves board games so much, you don't yeah. get to meet. You don't get to meet so many. You know, so I I think it's picked up. I I you know the the normal people now. Playing more board but games than they did. I know. COVID and... I know a few, but like when I say love board games, I mean they're crazy about board games. I know you so are. It's so. a sort of slightly worrying levels. Degree, yeah, because like yeah, buying games and in like wasting money on games. Oh god, it's a money sink. It's an absolute money sink. But you just it like, is, yeah. Yeah, it's and it also sink. lasts forever. Like that game, you will have it on your shelf forever unless you Absolutely. sell it. You know. Absolutely no, never. It's, not not this one. This one is a, and it, it's just so well designed. I mean, I was playing it, and I was like, "This is brilliant." Like, and I know I'm biased and everything, so, but it's just great. So, before just a last question: before when it was when it was in development, the game, mm. when when people were playtesting it, you were not part of that playtesting group, or were no, you? No, I involved? playtested it twice. You did. So, but that was that um, like yeah. on table, tabletop simulator, or or was that like yeah, um, was, was makeshift on, makeshift um, copy or something? I think it was tabletop simulator, which is I I find it I, it's a nightmare for me anyway. I I can't do the whole moving the thing. I find it very confusing. But um, uh, I was I learning was... learning curve. You 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 will get into it once you start playing more and more and more. It's not, I know what you mean. A lot of people are telling me this, but it's not the worst, man. It's not the worst. no, it's not. But I I think with board games as well, like it's it's like book versus Kindle, right? They did Absolutely. they did research into this. They did research Absolutely. into this, and Absolutely. they said that you will remember. 
something more if it's in a book or something physical than if it's on a screen. Oh, the reason uh, is, I agree with you. It's the tactility of it. It's the texture of the book. It's the smell of the book. It's the weight of the book. And I, I feel the same way about board games. Like, I like the the texture of the board, the the components, how they feel when you yeah. move them around. You know, the design and all this kind of thing. So I always feel a bit weird, like playing it on computer. It's like having a long distance relationship over Skype, yeah, or like trying to have sex. Oh, I've done that too. Online, yeah. Who has who hasn't done that? Trying to have sex online or VR or something, <laughs> and like, like it's a little bit like that. Let's be honest, yeah. So uh, it's it's very it's very diluted. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's it's not. I, 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 if I was desperate, I would do it. But I would. I'm one of these people who'd far rather pay the money and have the physical. I, I completely get hands. it. Like it's about touching the components and rolling the dice, and you can all do all of this online, but it's it's just never gonna be the same. However, you can get to play with people who live far away from you, even in different time zones sometimes. So it's not all bad. I'm I'm just I'm I'm not against tabletop simulator. I spent a good portion of my life definitely not against play, it, playing but... games, develop, developing my game there. But I understand where you're coming from as well. Yeah. So I absolutely mm -hmm. do. But anyway, Jack, thank thank you very much for this. It's been fantastic. Uh, Thanks for thank having you. me. Anytime, man. Anytime. I wish you all the best with this. Thank you. Ho hopefully, hopefully, this is not the last time we hear about you, about the project, about your endeavors in the yeah. sphere of of soundtracks as well, board gaming soundtracks. And uh, yeah, we hope. <laughs> Thanks, Janet. You take care. You're welcome, mate. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye -bye. Thank, thank you for listening. Take care, listeners. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks a lot for listening. For more information, go to Zdenek's English Podcast Facebook group or visit zdenek'senglishpodcast.podbean.com.